When's Street Fighter 6? We think we have a decent idea in terms of both when it might be announced and when it'll actually see a release. Plus, Catalyst recalls foolish things the FGC said would never happen that happened, and we list off the 10 worst alternate costumes in all of Street Fighter V, all on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Green. With me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hello, how are you today? You seem uh, you seem well rested, and there's a lot of really healthy, you know, look to your skin. It's radiant. What's going on? Oh, jeez, you're, you're setting me up for it right now. Well, okay, I have to tell the listeners, uh, um, you know, it's it's funny because this stuff usually doesn't make it to the YouTube channel, but I got some Alex Rodriguez makeup. And A-Rod is a baseball player, and he has a makeup line with his wife, former wife, current girlfriend, whatever it is, Jennifer Lopez. And since A-Rod is a very manly man, it's okay to wear his makeup line of products to hide all the crappy skin bumps and other stuff I get because of this stuff. So thank you for setting me up for that, John. It seems like you, you look got very, some... very beautiful with your A-Rod makeup on. <laughs> you seem like you got some some bitch assness to you today is, is, is what I'm saying. <laughs> thanks for the uh, thanks for the setup. Yes, actually, I am. Uh, well, first of all, I'm feeling very good. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I got I got a lot of sleep or something. Actually, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I just I'm feeling mm. good today. Um, but okay. yes, before we jump into this week's uh, topics, which there are a couple of. Um, I wanted to launch off a new segment that we would be doing on a weekly basis if there is enough content for it. Uh, I, You know how frustrating it is when you run into a rage quitter online when you're grinding for points, which don't matter, but also that sweet, sweet LP defines us as human beings and we all know it. Um, and, and you know that, that right when you're going to win and you get super pissed off, I have found a way around it. And I think I am mm. doing the Street Fighter community a, a justice uh with this next kind of segment that i want to do when someone rage quits we're doing the segment called bitch ass rage quitters of the week bitch ass rage quitters of the week and uh so what this is is when this happens to me instead of getting all those negative feelings of like oh you you wasted my time and i totally beat you and, and especially if it was close when it's close and you rage quit like there is there no warrior spirit respect right. no and uh and so i want to expose these people and shame them publicly on the youtube uh so that they will be uh, uh well you know not as not as likely to maybe do it to other people in the future and now, when someone rage quits on me, I just go, awesome, content for the podcast. Write it down. Don't forget what their name is. So uh, this week's bitch-ass rage quitters uh, was an Alex player named Gatsu underscore Thor. Shame on you. Your, your, your Alex is whack. And then uh, an Akuma player by the name of Flyin' Schlong. Which, thank you for the very entertaining name. I, I, can you be upset about a guy with the name Flying Schlong rage quitting on you? Because I mean, you, know you kind of expect it with that name. We, so. we want to facilitate a, a community of people that are, are fun to play with, that get invited back 
next time we play and that kind of that kind of approach to things like i'm going to take my ball and go home no not none of that here so anyways uh got you mean take your flying schlong and go home take your yes (laughs) man this youtube venture was fun while it lasted guys yeah (laughs) that's the that's the ultimate payback is that he or she is going to get on me is that they got us canceled on youtube for flying schlong so anyways uh shame on you guys now i i mean do you think that people are going to react with like, oh, you shouldn't be shaming people, and that's a that's a that's a negative thing? You know what? Uh, like this video if you think it's wrong of us to shame people, and then comment uh, below if you think that this is a good idea. And hey, if you want to share people that rage quit against you in the comments, we'd love to we'd love to hear about it. We will uh, publicly shame them as well with uh, thumbs up on your on your comments. So, anyways, that was this week's bitch ass rage quitters. Bitch ass. Of the week. All right, there it is. It, I just have to throw it out there, John, that I don't get rage quitted on because I play Rose in a swimsuit costume, and it shows her butt really, really, really well when you you win, and so no one rage quits on me. The, I will say, I will say that both of these rage quits was well. I was playing, I was playing Nikali, not sexy thong Ryu. Which, if you and missed that video, that's probably the best video we've done thus far. So be sure to check it out. I'm sure there's a link that I will put in the future from now in the comments present for you guys anyways uh, uh i have to mention one of our commenters said like hey hey catalyst do you know that poison's transgender and you're like thirsting after and i'm like yes <laughs> you, you know i work on an fgc website you know he right? wears like, makeup yeah. guys gosh and it's, and, and it's fine yeah she, she's freaking hot she's gorgeous she looks like christina hendrix so yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. She was freaking a knockout. But we anyway. love everybody here on yes. Event Hubs, except for Rage Quitters, you guys. And except suck. for Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I couldn't resist. Let's get on with our other, other subject, John, before I get fired from the show. Um, anyway, let... <laughs> if you see this Speaking guy of... Catalyst Rage Quit against you, don't put him on the show, please, because anyway. <clears throat> yes, uh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> Slightly less important <laughs> orders of business. I okay, and also I wrote I wrote the rage quitter's name on this little notepad, and I I so want to just keep doing it on the desk as if I'm organizing it. It's just a single it's just a single piece of paper. It's not even I'm not even organizing, but it feels great to do that. Just wanted to let yeah. you guys know. Okay, uh, first official segment of the day. When should we expect Street Fighter Six to be announced slash released? Answers for both of those things today. Um, and this is something we actually visited, gosh, it was like two years ago. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. We're old. We're old. Uh, two years ago. And, and this has been something that the community has obviously been thinking about. The reason, uh, I was sort of, uh, ushered toward this topic for the week is that as, as fun as Street Fighter V has become, especially here in the, in the fifth season and after the recent updates and man, Characters like Nash are suddenly winning, and Cammy's not in every top eight. Um, things along those lines. That's it's really good. It's fun to play. Uh, getting out there and starting to play some casuals again with act or uh, with uh, you know in person with people. The game's in a really good spot, and it also feels like this has been around for five years. And wins SF6 is is part of where the community is at. And so I do want to look forward and see. We'll enjoy this last chapter of SF5 which might be for a little bit longer than maybe we want it to be. But hey, it, them's the breaks, and we did just have COVID probably delaying things and such. But uh, when is SF6 coming? I think that's something that people are worried about. The First, I got to start with, we have had no official announcements or, or references or anything from Capcom saying that there even is an SF6. 
this is all just rumors, leaks, speculation, but there's probably an SF6 coming, guys. Come on, it's uh, it's the Street Fighter franchise, and fighting games are doing man, pretty well right now. So, yeah, I um, just want to highlight that you said no official. Yeah, uh, we, we we have plenty of unofficial confirmation. Well, that's yes. what I'm getting right into. <laughs> Thanks for the segue. Uh, so yes, it was in August of 2020. In, in fact. It's specifically August 6th of 2020, last year, uh, where a rumor popped up that SF6 was slated for a 2021 release, but was delayed due to poor reception from testers. And this is where we heard, um, I believe it was from who normally does Resident Evil leaks, uh, Aesthetic Gamer, also known as Dusk Gollum put out a, a string of tweets that talked about it and said, uh, as Capcom is trending for Street Fighter stuff, though I'm not really a Street Fighter fan, I can mention I know the reason for the unexpected Street Fighter V season pass. Uh, the most basic gist of it is Street Fighter VI was supposed to release next year, which would have been 2021, but it was not received well internally or with testers. There's this team mechanic the game was too focused on. The director, who was Ono, got demoted again and someone else was put in charge to fix Street Fighter 6 with an additional year in development. And the new season pass is to buy time for that. And, and that, of course, would be the, what we're going through right now, the season 5 pass with Dan Rose, Oro, Akira. Um, goes on to say, for what it's worth, I've heard the extra year and new director slash fixes and direction they've taken, it have been doing wonders. Ono was the director for SF6, but the game didn't come out good. Well, that's my little edit there. The new director, I don't know much about, but here she's pretty well known to the fighting game community, brought some really cool ideas to fix the game with what was there. Okay, so that came out on August 6th. It was nothing official. That's just a leak from someone who's, you know, they called the, the I think, the werewolves in Resident Evil 8 and uh, it has a reputation of uh, hits and misses and such. But yeah. then it was um, just a few days later. I think it was, uh, I'm sorry, August 5th. Four days later, Ono announces that he will be leaving Capcom. That's not a direct confirmation that all of this was true, but this is a mention of, hey, things are tumultuous with Ono. He's been demoted, I guess, twice, according to what's been said here. And we, and we have seen that, and we documented that, too, yeah. um, when it happened a few years ago. And, uh, and sure enough, Ono's kind of out, and so that's a little bit of a backing to this idea. But again, just a, a, a rumor slash leak. Um, but then, fast forward to November 18th. Street Fighter VI leaked through recent Capcom hack. You guys remember that uh, that pretty big hack that happened? Um, at the time, we weren't sure, but it, it came out later that Capcom did confirm that they were hacked and that was, uh, I think, like a full terabyte of information was taken. Um, and among that information was a reference to Street Fighter VI. Now, it wasn't a ton, um, but it, it did say... Um, Ragnar has just released more uh, onto the internet, this time including emails regarding hashtag Street Fighter 6. Emails itself uh, seems to be about the progression of 3D modeling. Uh, so not it's, it's basically there was a reference to Street Fighter 6 according to uh, this leak and according to someone who knew about the leak uh, on um, Twitter name was Pokey Protos. So again, nothing official, but a reference to it. And again, Capcom did get hacked. We confirmed that. Uh, they confirmed that. Uh, a lot of information was stolen, and this very well could have been uh, part of that whole thing. Any reactions to that? another leak. 
um, to um, that had a spreadsheet of like release dates of games that were later confirmed. Um, I think the new Phoenix Wright trilogy that's coming out like next month, um, our Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, sorry, um, and a few other things that kind of like later surfaced. And so Street Fighter Six was in there. I mean, plus, uh, I mean, we've we've gotten indirect confirmation, uh, both you and I, from speaking with Capcom that you know Street Fighter Six is coming. Uh, but anyone could could have predicted that, right? right? I mean, it's it's we have official confirmation. Um, it's pretty much just a matter of of when. But yes, it's it's yes. it's in the works. Uh, anyone could have called it, but there it is. So that leaves us with when might it be? And uh, well, one of the things we know is that it usually takes Capcom about three years to develop a game and that's coming from uh from them they've said that and we ran a story on that back in uh, october of 2019 man research is so easy to do with with this kind of stuff now and the, uh, I, I just appreciate it it's great um it, it, john isn't it amazing that there's an fgc website that's not out of business and actually keeps its archives up there that you can easily search like event hubs <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, it's uh, anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go go on with uh, yes, the research. Yes, all those things you yeah. said. I, uh, I I I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Event Hub says Event Hub says great. Yeah. It's not about that. So anyway. Um. But um. <laughs> Comment if you agree. Um. So uh, uh. Yeah. It takes about three years to develop a game. Also, they tend to come out in February for Capcom fighting game releases. Just a quick refresher of that SF2 came out in February of 91, Super Turbo, February of 94, Street Fighter 3, February of 97, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, February of 2000, Street Fighter 4, February of 09, MVC 3, February of 2011, and then of course SF5, Feb of 2016. And it makes enough sense, especially nowadays with the Capcom Pro Tour being what it is. You've got the the season of the Capcom Pro Tour up until this point has been through usually about March through December. That's when Capcom Cup will normally happen. Then you got January, February, the first part of March to uh, to kind of have the off season, and that's a pretty good time for a new game to come out. You know, it gives gives players a month or so, month and a half to start getting used to it before the CPT kicks off for the for the following year and such and um so it also a, a big deal for capcom releasing in february is it's um, march i think is the end of their fiscal year and from a business perspective since i you know run taxes and do all the financials and stuff for event hubs um it is a um there's a big boon of getting like you know certain financials in a certain window and that's how come capcom has hardcore release dates and what i mean by hardcore release dates is if it's done or not sometimes it gets released then because it makes fiscal sense for them to do it that's how come you you see this window very hardcore yeah so um god if it's done or not street fighter 5 uh, <laughs> nightmares and shudders and uh, 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 but okay so they're probably going to base it around the cpt and so I would think February-ish is is kind of, or at least the the early part of the year, first two or three months of a year, is when you're probably going to see the game actually released. Now, obviously, that means, or that would mean, that 2021 is sort of off the table. You go, well, maybe 2022, maybe they delayed it just by a year, because again, if we're going by what that first leak said, that they were going to launch it this year, well, maybe they just kick back one year. Um, that sounds good, except for the fact that if you look at the battle map that maps out um, their their plans for release of uh, the season five content the last panel there it says new balance and cpt 2022 costumes and stage 
for SF5 coming out in the fall of 2021, which to me kind of screams that there will be another Pro Tour featuring Street Fighter V in 2022. Does that compute yep. with you, though? I don't want to go 100%. too fast over that. Yeah. It's um, Capcom, ideally, when they don't Marvel versus Capcom Infinite something, they like to have about a, a year worth of marketing with it. And um, man, I, man, I'm giving a lot of Capcom a lot of crap here. Like, let me also state this, that I know there are a ton of great people at Capcom that do incredible work. And there's some people that are not there anymore who um, had some mixed opinions about them who maybe would push games out a little too fast and do other things. And there's a lot of politics at Capcom. Uh, any AAA gaming company has got a lot of politics behind the scenes and all that. This is not, I would not call Capcom an easy place to work at, but working with their IPs, you have some of the best IPs in, in video games. Can't and argue. Yeah, and so there, there, it's a mixed thing, but you've also seen a lot of people work at Capcom and go on to have very nice careers elsewhere um, because working there is, it, it's, you know, you're high, you're high up on the chain of, of influential, you know, video game companies, basically. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, there's, a, there's some really good and some really bad things at Capcom, um, but, um, but there it is. So I, I'm, I'm thinking about a year of marketing. Uh, I think you're about to get into when it's going to be announced and other stuff like that. But usually they like to have about a year of marketing uh, these games. Well, after that. they're announced yeah so i would think I, I about the same lines now i'm not super restricted to that uh, window of like it would need to be a full year before it was actually released because man that's a while but also in the in the gaming world that what we got like i remember god of war the, the most recent one I, I remember seeing stuff about that and it was like three years later when it actually came out and that's just sort of how things work in the gaming world um, in modern times, so it wouldn't be the craziest thing for a, for a pretty uh, early announcement compared to when it actually drops. But I'm thinking if we're going to have Street Fighter V for the rest of this year, and then the rest of another year. I mean, it's, it's like the fifth character comes out, and then there's a new balance patch, so it's kind of a, a newish game again, and then they're going to have CPT content for it. We're probably going to get the announcement for Street Fighter VI as early as I would say... Would you say at Capcom Cup? Because that's a big likely, stage, yeah. right? That's, no. And and it's at the right-ish time. But that's like we, 13, 14 months before it would release if it, well, if it comes out in February. But go ahead. No, no. We, we did talk about potentially E3 being a thing. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, we, we've all put our money on Capcom Cup, just to be clear. But there is stuff like the Tokyo Game Show. I believe that happens uh, September every year. There's a few other kind of odd things, but usually they save it for Capcom Cup. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised, uh, all that surprised, even if they did it at like an Evo, which who knows what Evo is going to be like. It's it's coming back this year, but it's still online. Uh, I, I don't know if that's really your spot for it or not. But as yeah. far as timing goes, um, and, well, and this would be next year. So who knows if, if Evo's probably going to be back in person by next year, but we'll see. Uh, that would put it in like August. So what is that? Six months before that would be an acceptable window. So maybe an Evo reveal wouldn't be the craziest thing. Um, but in terms of reveal, I would say in the earliest we're going to see is, is early next year, we'll get a, an announcement for street fighter six, uh, possibly at the end of this year, if, you know, for, for Capcom cup itself. Uh, but it could be as late as an Evo. But I think next year we're going to see the announcement. And then the following February, February of 2023 uh, yep. for Street Fighter Six is when I would guess, based on this information, that that's when we're going to actually have it in our hands and find out that all the damage is way too high because it's the vanilla version of a Street Fighter game. And 
why would why would Strive have that happen? I mean, why would Street Fighter have that happen, John? Now, I, okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I was actually talking with the with the guys because um, at last night uh, we do our our weekly sessions a lot on Tuesdays, and Strive is is clearly has a big presence right now. And yes, the damage there is is big, and I of course compared it to we've seen that in pretty much all the at least the recent Street Fighter games, and I assume it was probably pretty close to that in previous ones. It seems to be a trend. Um, but as as high as the damage output is, there's an argument that immediately comes up that that's okay because of all of the defensive options that you have, the burst and the uh, like, the just defense and such. It's like yeah, you get hit though, it's your fault in, in a certain sense where. Uh, maybe if it doesn't feel that way in, other, in like in the Street Fighter games, it's a problem. But there is a way to balance that. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I do hear that Strive is pretty gnarly when it comes to damage output. So yeah. it is what it is. I, I we'll we'll see if they don't dial that back here. Uh, that's the the typical vanilla fighting game releases where damage is just too high, and then mm -hmm. they dial dial it back. Almost every game does that. Um, right. But uh, you were mentioning a uh, Street Fighter Six. So back to there. I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire this stuff here real quick. COVID nineteen. Um, all the leaks and other stuff like that, uh, the game changing directions, all this kind of stuff. Like this is all like, it makes sense that the game would be a little bit delayed. Oh, and then, and then of course, uh, the semiconductors, uh, PC parts, all that kind of stuff. You can barely buy a PlayStation five and Xbox uh, series X, uh, S whatever one right now. And that would kind of be the target console for this new game, right? Mm -hmm. Like it might be backwards compatible, but they're building it on next generation hardware. And if people can't even get their hands on the next generation hardware until maybe even 2022, and even then, like, are a lot of people going to buy it? Because it's probably still going to be fairly scarce, right? There's a bunch of reasons why Street Fighter Six actually makes a little bit of sense to kind of delay it a little bit more than people might be anticipating because unless it's targeted for this generation, which it shouldn't be, the PlayStation 4 and, you know, Xbox One, it's uh -huh. kind of, it just makes sense. And so everyone's kind of ramping up with this right now. Like all the FGC developers are kind of, you know, they're, they're talking, if they've got a product coming out soon, you know, like King of Fighters 15 and stuff, like they're talking about this stuff right now, but... For a lot of people, it seems like, you know, the target is going to be like, when are these next generation consoles going to be kind of a thing and, and next generation? They're here, you know, kind of thing. And we're still talking about them as like next gen, right? Because they're mm -hmm. so scarce. But anyway, yeah. that's that's kind of the rapid fire. Like, there's a lot of good reasons for Capcom to have this come out in 2023 instead. Uh, and again, I'm fine with Street Fighter Five. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Rose. Like, let's just let's keep it here for a little while. Um, there it is. I, I agree. Um, and I mean, I, I think that the, the the swell and the excitement for Street Fighter Six and, and what that looks like, I'm really looking forward to that and seeing what it does for the community. But I mean, it, it'll come when it comes. And if we learned any lesson from the release of Street Fighter Five, it's that don't rush this stuff, please. So if it takes the time, if it takes that much time, take that much time. And if you need to do it in February and it's not ready for February 22, do it in February 23. Fine. Fair enough. Um, but please don't release a, uh, you know, halfway finished game and, and have to be fighting to just get back to, to even for so long. Um, and also, you know, we, we have seen delays in other games. Like you said, King of Fighters 15 is delayed. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive was, was heavily delayed. Um, so it, it makes sense. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of turbulence. It's understandable. Get your game out when it's, uh, when it's ready to what, go. Yeah. Get it when it's ready. So, all, all right. right, John, are you, you ready to get into it? Ready to get into it. I want it. I want to talk about this. You are a student of history here in the FGC, like I am. And of course, you and I have heard a lot of crap through the years and pretty much, you know, from our friends and other stuff, not not saying like I'm talking about our old friends, our current friends who we, we actually care about. I'm talking about our old friends who used to give us advice. And this is foolish things that the fighting game community said would never work. 
but now it does. Mm. So, John, much like the gin blossoms, you shouldn't take advice from fools. You should figure that everything is cool until they hear it from me or you. And is that your, is that is that an, some original content from John Kevin? Yeah, definitely, Gray? definitely, yes, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely am not plagiarizing anything from the the Gin Blossoms that a band that no one has heard of except for you and I. But regardless, this That's is this you, is, <laughs> you and you. Ah, uh, anyway, so it was once said that you could not train online, John, and hope to win anything. And I know that sounds like a crazy idea here in 2021, but people claimed if you trained online primarily, you're a scrub who would never win anything. Let me introduce you to Idom, who just won the last offline Capcom Cup with Lauren Poison and was known for his crazy good execution, which he trained up primarily online. He is 16th right now on the overall leaderboards on an account he stopped using in February of this year. He stopped using it. And, and he probably planned for a new Street Fighter then and said, I don't have to do this anymore. And or maybe he did something else, but yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get into that in a second of what he did. But but yeah, he, he's he's 16th overall of like a lot of players. So not only is Idon possibly the best player online right now, if you happen to unfortunately run into him, he might be the best offline player too. And he's played a ton through the years. He took home a cool quarter of a million dollar check at Capcom Cup. And so what I'm saying is thank you to all my friends who gave me bad advice because you just cost me $250,000 because that's how it works. Because yep, clearly it's, that it's advice... It's their fault and that's the only <laughs> factor, the only variable in why you didn't win Capcom Cup. Exactly. Not like I wasn't playing online that entire time, right? It was just Same. Like, those bastards kind of thing. I'm going to I'm gonna go hit those guys up and say you owe me $250,000 and it should go pretty well. Sure, that'll go so, well for you. Tony <laughs> Soprano. <laughs> John, I know you grew up and around the FGC who people who were saying online is trash and you shouldn't use it. What do you think of those statements now? Well, do you want me to just no, I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you a straight answer. Uh, I think that online has gotten better since the uh, the days of Street Fighter 4, which is when those conversations were happening. Uh, it's not one to one. It's not the same thing, but it's it's improved. And this is, of course, speaking directly about the Street Fighter games as a four and as a five. But then, of course, it's it's leveling up all over the place. And what it meant to train online in the days of delayed base, constant, like just jitters versus rollback and, and since improved since 2016 netcode. And I know it's it's the worst and all that stuff, but also it's no, it's not and play on PC, you, you jerks. Um, I, I think that it's much more viable than it used to be, especially now that a lot of tournaments are online. And I think we've we'll go back to offline, but with the progress that's been made there, there's going to still be a lot of tournaments online and hey if you're practicing in the situations or, or like in the setting in the atmosphere that you're going to play tournaments in uh, that you should do that you know that that legitimizes it further so uh yeah i i 100 think and i've seen firsthand the effects of like someone's really good online and then they come and play in the offline setting and they get blown up and it's com a completely different game because they're relying on the kinds of uh less reactionary less reactive uh, abilities and such uh, reaction-based play but uh, in modern times I think that gap has been closed significantly and to whatever degree it has been closed it is more legitimate to practice online for offline stuff but I still think that it's best and 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 best case scenarios to still practice offline if you can, it's, it's very hard to do and get good competition and all the other kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's it's. But again, we we had so many people in the FGC just don't play online. Blah 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 blah. And it's just like oh, you 
tools you freaking tools and not the band which is really cool i'm talking about tools as like a you know pejorative so anyway into it next john do you know what i heard was playing worse than online do you know what i heard playing on pc except now almost every player you see playing online in the cpt is doing that and and Idom, who I just mentioned, who hasn't played on his PS, PS4 account since February, he also made the switch to PC. He's playing all wow. the time on his PC. But you heard about don't play on PC because configuration issues. You heard how the game doesn't run like it should. Well, now people in the FGC are actually figuring out that better hardware actually allows these games to run better than you see them on the console, uh, console machines, reducing things like input delay and such like that. Like you can really optimize your PC, but we knew about this for years. If you've been a PC gamer, you knew that all this kind of stuff was, was better if you, if the, the game's port was pretty darn decent and, and it's just, it's very straightforward, but the FGC just got the memo with Street Fighter V. John, you made the switch to PC recently and had a vastly better experience over the piece of four that you would play on before. And yes, I know you've got to write down that note that, of where I cussed there. Yep, my apologies for that. But granted, some of the ports here in the past and the FGC have been dicey. And a very big lack of crossplay is an issue here as well. Like, I mean, again, if you're limited to just a PC player pool, that can be a thing. But if you can run these games on PC, they tend to run better, smoother. You have a better experience kind of overall. Uh, input lag, all this other kind of stuff is reduced. So some of the PC ports of uh, uh, other games were very rough. But here in 2021, there can be a great way to actually experience these games uh, and play your favorite fighting games and, and kind of do it that way. And it's just, it's one of those type of things I heard over and over again, never play these games on PC. Can't run them on PC. Can't do PC. PC sucks and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like, you guys were freaking stupid. You guys did not do your research. You did not look into this stuff. There are problems with playing on PC, but there's problems with playing on console too. And it's like, just look into the stuff a little bit more another dumb thing the fgc said that did not hold up well and the load times that's that's perhaps not the most it's obviously not the most important because you still get to the game but hot damn again we play on playstation 4 when we go to the uh to the bar on tuesday nights and play and it's so noticeable it's like the, as the match loads as the game kicks off like you could you you start the game up and then you go and you get a beer uh, and then you talk to some people and you meet someone and you go to the bathroom and uh, and you forget something and you go out to your car and then you come back and you sit down and then you wait 30 more seconds and then the game kicks off. Like it's it's horrible. Uh, and and again, 20, not again, but just in 2021, the expectation is, dude, my Street Fighter game should load up faster than that because I can go play something else and uh, it, it'll it'll load faster and it's, I can go play it on PC. And so there's an option for it. Uh, and yeah, the, so I remember doing PC at Wednesday night fights and there was a push and we were using, uh, I think it was like sponsored by Alienware, if I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there were issues with, um, having to get, you know, like the drivers installed and there's so many different sticks. And there was a, I think a bigger argument against playing, um, PC in person tournaments where you have a bunch mm -hmm. of PCs set up and such. But so what I think the big thing here is, is that, yeah, there are going to be bumps in the road and you can point them out and they're, they're, they're restrictive uh, to begin with. But the benefits that come from figuring that out by putting yourself in those situations and then therefore identifying the specifics and ironing those bumps out can be really helpful because then after you've done that, now you have a superior platform to play your games on and uh, it's a net win across the board. So don't just say, well, there's an issue so that, so we're not going to even begin to tackle this. It's like, well, there's an issue, but what if we got around that issue and what would it look like then? 
uh, because John, I, when has the FGC ever said there's an issue and we're just not going to deal with it? That just that doesn't have the whole point of this list. But yes, yes. And that brings me to one of my next points here in the FGC that people said constantly that North America will never beat Japan in fighting games consistently. And now I'm going to list off all of the Capcom Cup champions here for Street Fighter V. It's a short list. I'm going to do it in reverse order. We've got Idom, Gachakun, Mena RD, Knuckledoo. Three out of four of those players all hail from North America. Shoutouts to that. Generally in the FGC, it's more about the characters and, and your personality and other stuff in this day and age and other stuff. You know, it, it, the region that you come from is not that big of a deal. And that's kind of the way we prefer it now. It's like, you know, the region's fine, but like it's all about, you know, what characters you're using, like what what kind of personality you're backing it up with and stuff that the knuckle do teabagging to get hype, all that kind of stuff. That's great, right? But there were people out there in droves back in the day in 2016 calling America the land of the free and not in a good way in terms of you're free in these games and you're always going to get wrecked, scrub. Uh, so now pretty much the majority of tournaments, it comes down to who the hottest players are at right now and less so the regions that they come from. We know Japan is, is packed with a ton of top tier talent, um, um, but when Japan has hit regions like SoCal in the past, there have been upsets like crazy and I call them upsets because if you don't follow Follow some of the pockets of the FGC well enough, you do not know how good these players are. So we recently saw uh, Mr. Crimson score a huge win at Red Bull Kumite, and Problem X and Luffy, of course, have represented the Euro European FGC super well in the past. Um, but this stuff was spewed from the mountaintops, and I use that word on purpose, spewed all over the, the FGC for years, saying how important regions were, and that players from these other regions would never do that other stuff, just spewed all over the place, and that's what that stuff oh, right, was. Oh, right, just bleh, everywhere. Yeah. It was just spew. It, and so anyway, that's why I use that word. It was crap. It was, well, it was spew. Um, and so anyway... That is the dumb crap I've seen in the FGC, and I'm sure it's going to come around again here with you know some of our more modern titles, and you're going to see these same pieces of crap parroted around there. Don't listen to them. It's stupid. You and I are here as, as the bringers of truth and justice. We are the Captain Americas of the FGC or something like that. Oh, hold on. No, regions aren't important, so we can't do Captain America. Who's like a neutral superhero we can do? Like... It Loki? Does that work? He's like an he's an anti-hero hero, something like that. <laughs> Thor? I don't know. He's a Norse so god. So there were something? a couple of uh, uh, Capcom <laughs> Cup finals that featured only North American uh, players, right? You had yeah. Ricky versus Dew back in mm -hmm. uh, 2016, it was. And then the most recent one was Idom versus Punk. All North America there, right? And so, yeah, I, I, well, the landscape has changed too. And you see this all over the place, not just Street Fighter. You see, uh, is it Pakistan coming out with uh, just oh, yeah. kicking butt and Tekken? And it was like, oh, it's Arslan Ash. It's like, no, Arslan Ash is like one of their guys, but they've got a mm -hmm. bench. And um, and then like the Dominican Republic. And it's like, yeah. oh, we didn't know they played. And they like, oh, they play. They win Capcom Cup and they, they have a real presence. And so, you know, the world's gotten smaller with technology and with the, the rise of fighting games. It could have just been also that this a lot of this started in japan so a lot of the attention was in japan and it has since spilled out into the rest of the world and you see what the rest of the world's kind of skill levels can be when they're actually engaged and playing this at the kind of same rate and such and so again a changing of the times but we need to update with the times and it's really easy to get stuck in these things that you're right we've said so many times and just if they've become cliched things of, of repetition we're just like as a matter of fact yeah japan's the best and they'll always be the best and then North America won't beat them or America in general won't beat them. And, uh, well, hey, things evolve and, and here we are. So, 
Yeah, I I, uh, I widely agree, but I, I do think it's also like maybe it was true because at the time it's like Japan was winning everything, and no wonder why. But new times, new uh, new winners, new champions. So, and I think it's a really good thing to see. Yeah, I think the best thing that Japan does in this day and age is the tier list. <laughs> anyway, John, what do you have for your worst? costumes i hear you were talking about it because we did best costumes last week uh we we got a too hot for for youtube thumbnail on one of our other videos but reuse butt was totally good to go um and of course if you would have done that you wouldn't have got rage quitted on but you know i mean yeah that's kind of yeah, your yeah. fault but anyway uh, it seems like any costume that, that shows a proper amount of butt will not get rage quitted on or not get flagged on youtube but yeah i, I don't know yeah, yeah. so john mm. what do you got what do you got We've got a uh, we've got double standards, don't we? But that's uh, fine. Uh, yeah. So last week we did the ten best costumes, and those are objective. It's not an opinion. It's well, it, it is my opinion, but it also happens to be the cold hard facts. Write them in stone. This week it's the ten worst costumes in Street Fighter Five, and we'll kick this off with uh, one that it still makes me laugh to this day. I call it um, Depressed Sweatpants Alex, but I believe it's his uh, story costume. And that is where he's got those green sweatpants and this weird cutoff t-shirt. And like, like, I'm trying to think of the different reasons you might wear this combination, and it always just comes back to a single one. And it's this very vivid picture, uh, situation of Alex being super depressed and drinking out of a uh, plastic vodka bottle and having stains on his, his green sweatpants uh it just he, i don't understand what they're doing here i mean I, I i well for one thing you guys know i'm if you watch the last video i'm a stickler for the themes of the characters and although it's not part of his persona in the games alex has definitely emerged as a as a uh, the sad clown kind of a thing where uh, he's at the bottom of tier lists and he's the he's there's a lot of jokes that surround him but he's the one that's left with the uh, the sad reality that he sucks at the end of the day now that might have changed a little bit in um this most recent patch but still not seeing him win tournaments or anything like that but this this costume for alex just is is like i gave up on life and uh and it's been a while and ugh, and so Worst slash best, yeah. but mostly worst. Uh, if you want to see the costumes. real life version of this, just go to Walmart at about 11 o'clock at night and you will see someone sporting this outfit that you're like, okay, Capcom, why did you do that? And, um, how and did maybe you stay they went in to Walmart. such good shape <laughs> while yeah, yeah. going through this time of obviously no motivation in your life? But somehow he's 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 keeps his muscles humongous, and he still styles his hair in the uh, the style of McDonald's French fries. So yeah, it's a Street Fighter Four uh, e Honda where it's like a four hundred pound dude, but he's got like a six pack. He he's got like abs and stuff like that. It's like how did that happen? But it you know it's it's Capcom. You can't think about it too much. So <laughs> all right, next one on the list is uh, I. So most of these I have like, you know, battle costume, uh, story costume, crossover costume. This one I just have is bad Chun-Li. And you guys already know the one I'm talking about. It is the uh, the B-girl costume for Chun-Li. It came out as, a, as just a Red Bull promotion. Chun and Ryu got these breakdancing costumes that just have nothing to do with the characters. Uh, I, I, I commonly think of Nicki Minaj when I see this, but I think that's also because Nicki Minaj came out with uh, their Chun-Li song shortly around this time too, and so I kind of conflate the two, but uh, it's just B-girl Chun-Li. Chun has, uh, she wears many hats, she wears many different costumes, but this just does not jive with 
who I perceive Chun to be. It, um, it, it, it's like all over the place. She's wearing this like fur coat thing. She's just very Jersey Shore extra. It's hilarious, but when they make me laugh at them, that's a bad thing. So bad B girl Chun Li <laughs> is uh, is my second one. Do you have any reactions to this uh, this amazing work of art coming from? Red I'm Bull? just kind of pissed off that you besmirched Nicki Minaj's great name. So I, I actually like she's hot, man. What you can't besmirch Nicki Minaj. Like I, uh, I don't. I don't I, have. I don't a ton of respect for the artiste uh, that Nicki Minaj is, but I do have a respect for her in the sense, I remember a couple of years ago, she went on Twitter and was paying for people's college tuition, or she was paying their college debts if they could show that they had good grades or something like that. She uh, she did it for a handful of people just reaching out to her on Twitter, and uh, as far as I could tell, it was real, and I think that is is awesome. So, no matter what Nicki Minaj does in the future, uh, <laughs> I think that she will always have uh, at least one good check mark next to her name in my uh, in my perception because she did a pretty you, badass you thing can, there. You can add about thirty check marks to that name if you if you go and Google Anaconda Nicki Minaj and you'll be good to go. But yeah, well, let's let's move on to the next part of your list, John, before I get myself in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> more trouble. Yeah. More trouble. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the next one is uh, this one's just just lame, and it's and it's kind of gross and it's just like there's no i don't understand the inspiration behind it and maybe if, if you guys if you guys see something that i don't i would love to hear about it let me know uh but this is birdie's story costume and um for a lot of these when i wanted to showcase like the worst look for them i'd go through and find like the color scheme of, of all the different colors that looked the worst and put it in the most negative light you know like i'm doing a political slander piece for uh, for my political opponent something like that this one i just grabbed the very first color it's this like booger yellow and and sure that you know birdie's kind of gross he's he you know flicks boogers at people he belches he eats loudly with his mouth open he's way overweight all these things and and like he's, uh, but at the end of the day it's like this costume that it doesn't really do anything for him because it looks like he's kind of trying to take himself seriously although it is sort of like open as is as is you know because it's a little too small for him uh but again laughing at him not with him with this one and uh it's just never been very inspiring to me it's just kind of super lame so uh birdie's story costume comes in at number three and these are in no particular order of of the absolute worst it's just this one sucks and it's one of the 10 worst yeah i don't have a lot more to add beyond everything he just looks like a big snotty on. blobby booger is what he looks yep. like to me so yep uh, the next one, this one kind of pains me because there, there's, I do appreciate it in some ways, but the overall execution for it, and considering that the character is coming out here to to fight in in, in a street fight, is uh, Cody's Hager costume. I, I like the idea. I like the crossover final fight. I like that he's the mayor, and now or Hager was the mayor, and now Cody is. But all that. In mind, there's no reason for Cody to go put on Hagger's actual clothes. Like, maybe if they put on some that fit him, that would be like, okay, it's an homage to Hagger. But no, he went and, first of all, how did he get these? Went into Hagger's closet and stole them from him. And he wears it, and it's just like they're totally sagging off of him. It would be completely inappropriate to have a street fight in. You're not going to be able to fight the kind of crime that you're going to see in Metro City with this kind of stuff uh, uh, <laughs> around your around your hips, around your thighs. Uh, so I just think it's it's impractical and therefore distracting. And uh, Cody has some some better costumes. So 
pull up your pants. <laughs> Uh, John, I take major issue with one thing you said there, where you said this would not be an appropriate outfit to have a street fight in. Well, a few years ago, uh, like game trailers or someone like that, like grabbed some porn stars and stuck them in like fighting game outfits and their body parts were just flying out of them. Like at the first moment they moved, you know, kind of thing. And so no fighting game costume, like really pretty much, except for like maybe the tracksuits is going to hold up at a street fight. Um, let Shout alone, out to so, so, season you know, only... one Chun-Li Jiggle Physics, by the way. Yeah, it's so. I mean, that's that's the only issue I take, you know, with that one. It's just like technically speaking, but yeah, it's right. He, his junk would be flying out there, but I mean, Cody's pretty hot, so maybe that works pretty well for the the fans. Maybe. Out there. <laughs> Next one up. This one is is another one where I'm just thinking like it 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 doesn't do anything for me, and it's kind it's kind of off putting. I just think you could have done something better with it, and that is. Fong's battle costume where he's got a like it just looks like some kind of pajamas and uh, you know it, and he's got the um, just the single tuft of hair with the ponytail uh, like Fong has some cool costumes you know the the mecha one his 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 standard one is is pretty in, interesting in and of itself uh, he's got a Halloween one that's awesome that uh, relates directly to his poison where he's got these like uh, evil poison syringes and, and things but this one is just like okay great he's like wearing what he wears around his house and like that has nothing to do with with fong really and i don't know it just feels uninspired to me so yeah, yeah fong's battle costume is kind of lame uh at bottom 10 lame if you ask me which is also yeah. the objective truth about these so it's so uninspired I, i'm uninspired to talk much about it so Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that works okay. But yeah. uh, the next one here is uh, Colleen made this list and she made it for her swimsuit costume, which uh, it's it just she's first of all, I, I noticed I do not like a lot of the costumes that have like a draped um, like like coat over their shoulders. That looks goofy to me, too. I, I'm really not a fan of the, the Ed one either. And and with Bison's extra big capes, and not so much with Bison's capes, they look cool, but they tend to clip and stuff like that, too, through the character, and it's kind of hard to, to see them when you play, so minus points for that. But this one just is kind of like, I don't know, it, it's, it's not... Um... It's not really good for Colleen. Like she's she's got some really beautiful ones, and maybe the standard is a little bit higher when I when I look at her because I think like, well, all of her other ones look awesome, and this one's just kind of like lame, and and it's it's not very um, uh, flattering for her in in a couple of ways. It's just kind of dull, and it's just bleh. and so Colleen's swimsuit, it's it sucks. You know those fashion shows where they have really bizarre stuff that they show during it? Like, mm -hmm. her outfit looks like it came from a fashion it's show. It's a hodgepodge that... of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like she's got a cap on, she's got a coat on, and a swimsuit. It's like no one ever has worn that. And are you good. going to the beach or are you going for, you know, like, are you expecting rain or, and, and what's the hat? Like it's all over the place. And so yeah. I, my brain doesn't know how to process it. And then I end up getting hit by V trigger two shenanigans and that makes me extra mad. So maybe that's yeah. part of it too. Yeah. Like vampy bit me is going to sport this and like, look awesome in it. I'm going to be like, well, okay. Like I have to hold that, but like more, most normal human beings who aren't freaking gorgeous could not pull this off. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> a costume that I don't think even Vampy could pull off is oh, Minot's oh. Divolette costume, or as I like to call it, the five head. Uh, this one is, it's it's fine, I guess. The, the dress is okay, and the idea that she uses 
uh, you know, like like the uh, little robot floaty thing um, as her orb. Like, okay, cool. And and you could do a lot with Monat with those kind of things. I think that she should have just a pizza delivery Monat, and she has the pizza box. But th that's that's just me. Um, but this one, the five head is what really kills it for me because no matter where I look on the screen, my eyes are just like a black hole gravitationally pulled to that five head and it's distracting and and lame so but you're a monot well a former monot before you betrayed her for her master uh what do you think of this costume it's like staring at the sun you don't want to do it it just it, it's like i've looked at this costume so much and the only time i've ever used it i actually got this costume just to troll you and steven with it because like every now and again I'd, I'd bust it out and just be like i know you guys hate this costume so i'm going to use it that's about its only value it is awful this is hands down one of the worst costumes i've seen in my life from capcom and a capcom fighting game it is yeah. ugh. and again manat yeah. has a lot of good ones so the standards yeah, relatively yeah. the bar is high but uh yeah, this one, this one doesn't even knock its head on the bar. This one just walks under it. Although it probably knocks the five head. Dang it, that was a good joke. I just totally could have used. And all right, next one. You know what? It's a joke. Is uh, Mika's story costume. This is like the the wrestling outfit where it's more of like a, it's like a full body kind of. Well, not full body. She's got random parts of of her like her shoulder and her leg exposed and such. But it's just it's like. Ugh, every time I see this, and and the Zangief one that's it's very similar to. I don't like that either. It's just. I, I mean, and it's not just like, I want to see Mika's, you know, butt hanging out and stuff. No, it's not that. It's just, this is, is super dull and, and like, I don't know, it just doesn't, it doesn't pop. And this character is all about popping and being vibrant and in your face and loud and, and, and like there's sparkles and all this stuff that surrounds her and not literally, but you know, in her personality and such. And this is not that so i've always just disliked this one I've, every time i see it like you're wrong for picking this costume and um hmm. but you sound like you don't agree i actually don't agree with this one i actually have always liked this costume i, I know fudo wears it quite a bit um when he plays her and um that sounded weird for a second there uh but anyway uh it's kind of like a more traditional wrestling costume i've always liked it uh, i thought it was good but um you know i when you you talk about it not kind of fitting her in a way i kind of get that because she's more vivacious than that usually uh and this is a little bit more uh neutral kind of like a um yeah so mm -hmm. i get it but i've always liked it because it looks it looks like a traditional wrestling costume to me fair enough uh, but you're wrong. And then uh, okay. the next one on the list is uh, more recent. It's Seth's. I think this is his business costume where he's wearing the vest and like the pants and like the and he's also going to head out to do some like walking through marshes with these giant boots that they, they look like rubber boots. Um, th there's like nothing to the pants. It doesn't look like they spent much time on this. It looks like we need a costume for Seth. Oh, well, he, well, he wore a, a suit kind of thing with a vest back in Street Fighter 4. Throw that on him. And then he's got these weird, weird... Have you ever seen... Um, well, I know you've seen in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of my absolute favorite jokes is Uncle Jack and he's got... <laughs> He's got a, a, a an insecurity about his hands being too small, and in uh, one of the episodes, he's got these giant fake rubber hands that he wears. Uh, it's one of the best jokes in all of the show. That's what this looks like. It looks like Seth is wearing fake hands. Uh, it's, everything about this is bland. It's like yes, it's business, but like Seth is also completely departed from that in 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 his character arc, and it's just like it it. It feels forced and not much time was spent on it, and it doesn't really look like much business. The suit and the tie, sure, but then these pants and these boots and these <laughs> these fake hands, like, no, get out of here with that. That's, that's goofy. 
it's like a it's like a half business half pirate outfit. Like it looks like Seth is about to go do some like swashbuckling or something like that in a minute, and it's it's weird. Um, it, yeah, it, it didn't come off very well. And I know with Seth, like they always love having um, his or her design, uh, they their design, and you know with the 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 um, yin yang symbol in the middle, a Tao, I believe it is, or something. And um, anyway, um, they love having that symbol in there. It's just, it's hard to make that jive with what they're trying to do. And it just, it got really hodgepodgey. And yeah, I, I've yeah. seen some people use it. Some people are a fan of it, but I, I don't like this one either. Nah, lame. Um, okay. And then I believe this is the last one on the entire list. I have a, it's a bad costume, but I laugh so much at it. And I've used it in many a banner whenever I can. And that is Ken's battle slash gelato hair costume. Uh, it's it's Ken started this game as a meme with his face and and everything and his his general design is I'm sorry not his face uh, it was his banana hair and so the Capcom has this where people are again laughing at them or at laughing at the character's design and it looks like food and they're like oh well uh, so I guess we're gonna we're gonna also release this uh, battle costume a few months later and his hair now looks like cupcake frosting or a gelato and it's just and that paired with these like giant winged eyebrows that he has and this face that he makes it's like so it's it's such an instant meme and it's hilarious to me but again laughing at you man like not laughing with you and it's like is they they called it boy band i guess he kind of is like lance bassy it would be something like like that if uh, lance bass you, had no style yeah he would yeah look exactly right like exactly that. and yeah. his hair was a cupcake frosting then sure but the, like nothing about this is really feels that inspired it's just like they put some stuff on ken and a lot of their decisions here are distractingly bad it, it is fun it's it's given me many a hearty chuckle but it's not a good costume and it's this is probably my favorite bad costume this and alex yeah. Bob and <laughs> so there yeah. you have it the worst costumes in all of street fighter 5 comment if you agree like if you disagree there it is uh, all right and John. that's all i had to say about that yeah we can, yeah. Uh, we can wrap this up for this probably final episode ever of the event Hubs podcast <laughs> every episode is our final episode now that's that's kind of where we're going, but that's okay. We're going to keep coming back until we get canceled, which is probably this one. But anyway, that's going to wrap us up for this week of the Event Hubs podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back with you soon.